Happening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the RJK World Tour podcast. Now, a while back, I took a trip to California, and a while back, I said I was going to talk about that trip. Well, that day has come, and that's what we're going to be doing on this episode. Not a whole trip, just the first leg of the trip, which was in the Joshua Tree. Who remembers a show called Entourage? One of my favourites. Believe it or not, this was the first time I'd heard of the Joshua Tree and it was the inspiration because I saw it on TV and I thought, that looks a sick place, I want to go. Eventually, the day arrived and I went to the Joshua Tree. That is what we talk about on this episode. If you don't know, the Joshua Tree is a desert and people often avoid going to deserts because they see it as just dry barren land but I came across this epic quote and I'm just going to share it with you just before we get on with the show deserts are not deserted but teeming with life insects amphibians reptiles birds and mammals algae fungi cacti flowers shrubs and trees All are well adapted to conserve water, cope with temperature extremes, escape predators and survive the sun, wind and sometimes torrential rains in this exposed environment. It's a long sentence. The genius of desert plants and animals for locating and retaining water will amaze, baffle and surprise you. For desert life, survival is an art. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get on with the show. It does seem a while back now, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, it. actually. Because these units only, what, three months ago? Something? Yeah, three months ago. A joint trip for our 30th birthdays. That happened to be around your dates. <laughs> what, you know, what a coincidence. Can you, can you believe it? <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, so this was probably my... No, I say probably my... It was definitely my fifth time in America... It's always been a country that I've enjoyed visiting and been fascinated by, so it, it kind of made sense to to go there for my 30th birthday. It was your second time, is that right? Yeah, second. Um, and before you'd been to New York. Mm-hmm. Which... But kind of in the same year, so like, it's not as though I went years ago, it's a different place. Yeah, yeah. You don't like New York, do you? I wouldn't say I disliked it. If someone offered me a job in New York tomorrow, I'd take it. But I think it's a place to visit. I don't really get it. I guess it's one of those things that, for me, you, you, you end up just doing a lot of the same things that most people do. So you almost end up doing someone else's holiday. Because if you're going to New York, you're going to go to Empire State. You're going to go to the Statue of Liberty. You're going to go to Times Square. You're going to mm. go to see a Broadway show. And before you know it, your time's up. I guess, I think that's every city as well, though, isn't it? Like, every city, people do similar things because there's only a handful of things to do. Unless you live there and obviously you do um, what locals do. 
Um, I liked, I had a great time in New York, but I think it was mainly I had great people with me. We did some good stuff. Broadway show, I liked it. Um, Americans got on my nerves, to be honest. Um, I didn't like New Yorkers. I thought they were really abrupt, really pushy, like you're on a holiday and yet they're rushing you around or on some extremes just being incredibly slow and you were outside in the freezing cold waiting for like three hours. <laughs> um, so I liked individual, like New Year's Eve was amazing there. Um, I just think on the whole, you don't want to go to a place where people are rude to you. It's a fair point and the people, they do make up the place. It's part of it, whether you like to separate them or not. For me, the people and the place, they kind of go hand in hand, so I get it. But then other people have been to New York and the people have been great, so maybe they're just more sensitive to weather because I went obviously over Christmas New Year so <laughs> possibly what were your thoughts then on going to California again in the same year having had a mixed experience in New York well I always knew I'd known Americans before and even when I was in New York we saw people who had come into New York and from other area states in America and they were lovely so I kind of assumed it was just New Yorkers and actually I'll go to California and Americans might be a bit friendlier which they were I mean it, it's such a, a huge place it's hard just to say Americans because I mean it's essentially as big as Europe I think mm. it's mm. like if you go to London versus you go to Liverpool you're gonna get a different experience mm. aren't you in terms of the people and their attitudes yeah and that that's my next point when people say oh I've been to England I've been oh, I went to London for a few days a couple of years ago and it's like London's amazing and I love London as much as the next person, but you cannot judge England off London. It's just a yeah. It's just like it's like a different country. I see it as London, mm. or certainly completely different to the rest of the UK. But yeah, this podcast isn't about New York. It's <laughs> not about London. It's it's about California. We went there for two weeks. We went to Joshua Tree, San Diego, Yosemite National Park. Mm-hmm. San Francisco, Big Sur, and a few places in between. Yeah. Not the most conventional route. I'm the first, <laughs> I'm the first to Because you did the that. planning. I know, yeah. <laughs> Which we'll get to. That's something that um, I definitely could learn from from the, the trip because I've always been a, a bit of a winger in terms of planning. Like, I've had a rough idea of what I want to do and then be a bit flexible in between, whereas this one because of the cost and because of where everything is, in hindsight, I think I was, if I was to do it again, I'd probably try more planning. <laughs> I think it's wise. You made some classic errors. Go on then. Well, actually, if you remember them, <laughs> we'll get to them as we come across Yeah, them. I think you'll do it. We'll, we'll go through It'll it. probably jog my memory on yeah. a few more other than the ones I remember <laughs> right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, although it wasn't the most inspiring thing of a trip, it's good to talk about our first night there because we landed in LA fairly late on picked up our camper van which is what we stayed in for two weeks and then we stayed at a, a motel which I've never stayed at before and I'm assuming you didn't stay in one in New York no no I didn't but it's it's quite a iconic thing like it was just staying in a hotel or a place to rest near the airport it's not much to report, but you see it on so many films. And it is as you see it on the films as well. Like, it, you know, the ice machine outside and the way the rooms are, like, next to each other and then you've got the few levels. That's, like, the movies, isn't it? Yeah, and, and you don't get that 
in the UK. So it's it's almost like a cultural experience that we stayed in a, a motel. You pay a bit more money than it's probably actually worth. It's nothing that outstanding about it. But yeah, it was, it's definitely something that I'd, I'd almost recommend you've got to do it at least once just to... Definitely, like, no need to do it more than that. <laughs> like, <laughs> after the initial, oh, yeah, I've seen it. It's like, it's just like staying anywhere else that's budget end. <laughs> yeah. And then one of the things I noticed, and it started with the next day, is how much the food out there is is designed to kill you almost. <laughs> And it started with these waffles that they had for, for breakfast, which were pretty nice. You know, after we sp- stayed in this cultural experience of a, a motel, we headed to the Joshua Tree. We are in a camper van, that's our home for two weeks, where you can cook in it. So we need to get some supplies. Head to a Walmart, and my God, the shelves are designed to kill you. Do you remember going through it? I do. It reminded me, like, you know if you buy dog food and you get, like, the big packs? Mm. It reminded me of that, but few for humans. <laughs> like, you know, like, big bulk like, packets of everything. It's big bulk, but it's just... Every aisle seemed to be just... So there'd be a, an aisle on cookies, uh, a huge... There was one huge aisle on different crisps or potato chips, whatever they kill them. There was an aisle on biscuits and cookies. There was an aisle on just sweets... And it just seemed like everything in there was just drastically unhealthy. Yeah, it did. It was Some, absolutely... Even like the sweets themselves, you wouldn't have imagined having that as a sweet. Like, sweets are naughty, right? Mm. But it's like naughty, naughty. Yeah. Like, they take it to like take it to the next level. They look like, because there was so much of it there, it's like, well, this is people's everyday lives. <laughs> like, they're eating mm. this stuff. Whereas in, this, in our supermarkets, they kind of, obviously there's a sweet aisle and... There's stuff in there and it's not healthy, but the majority of the sections is for real food, things you'd make dinner with, whether it be Indian stuff, Thai stuff, traditional British stuff, you've got stuff for oils, you've got mm. fish I wonder oil. if it's the stores we went to, though. Yeah, maybe, maybe. There is healthier stores in Walmart, but it just... There's just almost too much... It's like our fruit and veg section is always going to be bigger than the sweet section, whereas theirs is the opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that was that was quite an enlightening experience as well. But yeah, eventually we, we passed on from that and we made our way to the Joshua Tree, which was the third desert I'd been to. What about you? Probably the only one, unless I'm forgetting something. Oh, you are forgetting one. Really? Yeah. Like? In Australia. Oh, yeah, okay. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it was the third time I've been to the desert, they're all kind of a bit different. The one in Australia, the sand was a lot darker. It had been in its... It was in the seventh year. It goes through seven-year cycles over there. And it was quite green from what I saw. The one in Abu Dhabi I went to was completely dead. Like, there was just... It was kind of beautiful in its own right, but there was just it was just mm. a pile of rocks and a pile of dirt. Whereas this one had a little bit more life to it. There was a lot of plants that were geared towards yeah. those conditions. We spent a couple of days there. So the first day we went to our a campsite. It's called Camp Black Rock. It's pretty basic, 
but it, it was a good place to park the van. Yeah, it did the job, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, um, and we spent the first day walking around the campsite, really, because you've got the actual national park that you can pay to get into. That's where all the, supposedly, what all the good stuff is there. But even outside the park grounds, there's still some, some nice stuff to see. So we actually didn't pay to get into the park on the first day. We just went in the surrounding areas. It takes ages to walk around those areas anyway, doesn't it? Yeah. And, and what, do you, what do you remember about those areas? I remember you nearly didn't get us back before dark. <laughs> but I did get us back before dark. <laughs> you didn't know those of you. It was <laughs> pure luck. All right, so there was a story I heard when I came back that people in Joshua Tree... It must have been the proper national park, and they got went missing from like July, and they were found like a week or two either before or after we were there. I heard that, and it was quite tragic, wasn't it? Because um, I think the guy, there was a couple, right, and the guy had killed the girl. Yeah. But it was it was basically he'd not just taken her out there to murder her. He basically just made a right mess of it. They were both in pain, and they were both about to die. So he. Shot over, did he? Or? Yeah, so he shot her and then he shot himself. That's right. However, this is because of poor planning, which we could have ended up <laughs> in that situation. See, I, I think that one um, <laughs> had under control. So at, at the, the park, we got there in the afternoon, so we probably got about five hours of daylight. There's plenty of trails around the park, and it gives you an idea of how long they are and roughly how long they take to walk. So we decided to do a medium-sized trail and I knew its sunset was around about six-ish and I knew it was around about three-ish. I knew it was... I didn't think we'd have much time to spare. Mm. But I, I thought, we can do this walk and we can get it done. That's what I thought. By luck. But this is one of your situations where you, like, you really believe you're right, <laughs> um, but you're not. <laughs> and you base the fact you think you're right not on much, like Yosemite campgrounds, which we'll go on to later. <laughs> I've forgotten that. I can't. I, can't wait to I haven't. <laughs> but yeah, the, the trails were even outside the park uh, are nice to do. You get to see some vast landscapes. You can see quite far into the distance. Um, it's it's really beautiful in its own right. I think because deserts aren't traditionally beautiful because they're not got that much colour and. They've not got that much variety as such. Yeah. People would probably avoid them. Whereas actually, in, in its own sort of quirky way, it's, it really was quite spectacular, that's what I thought. I thought it was amazing, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Like, you wouldn't want to spend a whole week in the desert, but I think a couple of days was really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. that They have got activities there where if you were staying for a week, you can do all this stuff, but I can't imagine people... Would, would do that no. if, if you're on limited time I like the fact that like desert and then we went to a city then we went say mountains mm. and we, I think you need a bit of city if you're used to it yeah, yeah which, which we kind of are really it's, it's, it's where we live it's where we've lived most of our lives in that mm. a few things touching on Joshua Tree before we move on there's quite a few things so the first thing I managed to navigate us back to the campsite, all well and good. We eat our dinner, everything's fine, we go to sleep, all good. Ashley, before we even talk about the next day, what do we want to talk about at night? What do we remember? 
Stars. Stars. It's gorgeous. It is amazing. I think if you live in a city, you don't appreciate how much light pollution there actually is. You go to the desert. There was a town next to where we were staying. I don't know if the lights are non-pollution lights like they've got in Hawaii or what, That's but... Good point. Yeah, you could see so many stars. It was like being in a snow globe, or sort of. It's just all lit up. In the city, you just would never see a tent for those stars. That's being generous as well. So if you are interested in seeing stars, it is a good place to see um, and look at it. But we sleep, get up the next day, about 7 o'clock. I draw the short straw, like I seem to do every morning, and go out and cook the breakfast. The sun was shining, not a cloud in the sky, yet I was wearing trousers, a jacket, and absolutely shivering. You were the man. <laughs> what did it look like to you? Because you were inside the van, and I was outside, in my gear, but in the bright sunshine. Did you think I was taking the piss? Or? No, because you kept opening the doors and I could feel the cold. <laughs> <laughs> but it just... just it looked lovely, yeah, but it was bitter cold. I was glad I was inside. Yeah, it was absolutely crazy. It just didn't make any sense. Considering how hot it is during the day, mm. it's like bizarre how cold it is in the morning. Like, I knew that the the, the deserts are cold at night, hot in the day. But it's, And it was probably... It, well, it was in that transitional period where it's been cold, it's had a lot of the night on it, and then now it's warming up, but it's not quite warmed up. Yeah. But it's just so bizarre. It's like a real... <laughs> Brain scrambling. <laughs> it was just beautiful, but freezing. Yeah. But looked hot. It's amazing. It was, it was really crazy. Um, but that day we did go into the National Park, which is worth going to. But I think another thing that is worth touching upon is that we wanted a coffee, couldn't really find any, not, not easily, couldn't find any independent coffee places, which is what we prefer. So we headed to Starbucks. You know, you can judge us all you want. <laughs> My experience, what I remember, is just how the customer service was absolutely exceptional. I know which one you're talking about now. Mm. Sorry, I was thinking about a different one. When we went in, that lady was like, um, oh, what would she say? Hey, guys, how are you doing? Welcome to Starbucks. She's very enthusiastic to the point where, as if you're in the UK, you think, are they taking the piss? <laughs> and, and in fact, we, we spoke to someone who'd experienced pretty much the same thing. Generally, we were speaking to someone in the jacuzzi and uh, someone had been into... Oh, that lady. Yeah, so she'd been into Starbucks that day. From what she said, it sounded like they said almost word to word the same thing, but it just didn't translate like, where, yeah. like it does in America. Like, when she said it, it's yeah, it's kind of cheesy, but it was like, it's actually... It's, it seemed genuine and it seemed like like they they do want you to be welcome in their shop and definitely. Well, when you went to the bathroom, she was trying to make conversation with me like all enthusiastic, like where I'm going next and everything. I was like, but like as a British person, not saying I'm miserable, but I was thinking, fucking hell, just give me my coffee. It's, it's weird, <laughs> isn't it? Like it, it takes you aback because you're not necessarily yeah. used to it. Like over here, I'm not saying the service is really terrible, but it's basically what you want, we'll make it for you, and then when ready, we'll give you the. The cup. Yeah, and that's all customers want as well. I don't think they expect anything more than that. Mm. Whereas over there, it's kind of a bit more... The, the customer service is, is exceptional. Like they were friendly, like I think they meant it. Yeah, they were good. Um, but it just the first time, it just takes you aback because you're like, 
why are you talking to me? Mm. And that's bad, I find. It was the enthusiasm in her voice that I thought was a bit much. Like, not necessarily the words, it was the pitch. Mm. But I don't think it was fake. No, I don't either. I, don't, I genuinely don't think it was fake. It takes you back at first, but then you're just like, wow, actually, fair play. Like, they're just, they're doing the job as yeah. good as they can. Like, so. It's quite impressed. And the other thing I noticed about that Starbucks, again, I know it's not the most cultural thing, but everyone was really friendly towards each other and that the locals kind of were just helping each other out. And yeah. And it, was, it just seemed like a real good community kind of vibe out there. Yeah, yeah. I thought so, yeah. But people were nice, but they were typical what you'd imagine Americans to be, like, out of a city. Like, the, in terms of, like, what they're driving how they're talking. Like, everything about it was that like, I imagined it to be like this. Which is kind of cool. In Yeah. For me, that experience just, just stood out, just spending a bit of time in their community and um, just seeing them go about their daily business was was quite a nice experience, Yeah, I thought. But yeah, after that, went into the actual National Park. It's worth noting that National parks are sort of owned by different government organisations, so they're not all owned by the same, or owned or ran by the same organisation. So they do try and help you out, but you can get economies of scale, if you like, by if you, you buy a, a pass for the Joshua Tree under their company then or their organisation, it allows you to go into different national parks. It didn't work out for us because... We were going to Yosemite, but they are owned by someone else, so... Yeah, I couldn't quite work that out, I'm not mm. sure. Just, I mean, it's just government, or different government organisations look after different ones. But yeah, the park itself was, again, nice. I See, I thought it was better than the walks we did around the campground. You didn't think that, or you thought it was just the same? I think it was... I, I don't think I should be saying this, but I think it was pretty much the same. Yeah, I get it. It depends what you take out of it. It's just like if you've, you've seen the desert, you've seen what it's like. Mm. And the park is itself is just a bit more of that. There's a few more walks. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say one's better than the other. Like if I'd gone to the park before walking around in the campground mm. thing, I might have thought the other way. I don't know. Overall, Joshua Tree, would you recommend it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I thought it was a really cool experience. I really enjoyed it. It's nice to do something different as well. Mm. And like I, I, I said, I, I think it's even if you've been to our desert before, they're kind of they are different, and mm. this one was different to the other two I've been to. Yeah, definitely, I'd say that. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Part one, the Joshua Tree. We are done. Next episode, we'll be taking a trip down to San Diego, so stay classy. And I'm looking for some iTunes reviews. I wonder if you could help me out. To be honest, iTunes make this process a lot more difficult than it probably should be, um, but it isn't that difficult. you just got to go into iTunes, search for the podcast, and yeah, if you've learned something, if you've enjoyed any of the episodes I've ever done, then please help me out and please leave a review, preferably five stars. And uh, that'll be it. That'll be all. So, my only rule Never fall in love at the California shore. Hashtag RJK World Tour.